0: Hey, Ben. Oh, hi, Gwen. Rachel Firestone was telling me about your new house, and I was like, that's so cool. And she's all, maybe we can get him to invite us over. And I was like, why don't you ask him? And she's all, why don't you? Uh,
1: yeah, that'd be great. Anytime. Wow, seriously? It's too perfect. See ya. Uh, uh, Bye. (laughs) I'm like too good at being a 13-year-old boy. (laughs) Hey, Val. Hey, Al. Welcome to D Commentaries. Oh, thank you. Welcome to you and welcome to our listeners. Today, we're talking about Smart House. Smart House. What's the song? Jump, jump, jump. House is (laughs)
0: jumping.
1: Yeah, the house is jumping. Jump, jump. The house is jumping. I have a a thought about that song when it comes up later. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can't wait to hear that thought. Yeah. Um, In the meantime, Smart House came out uh, June 26th, 1999. (gasps) So now we are. Oh, that's like
0: 21. That's like to the day we're recording this.
1: Almost. What is today? The 20th whoa when
0: this releases it'll be the 29th so it will have been very close
1: dang i almost feel we like we did
0: it on purpose everyone yeah <laughs> if it weren't a
1: weekend i would say we should release it on the day it came out but we'll just confuse everyone if we do that everyone's so gonna be to like
0: what it's not tuesday
1: <laughs> but um <laughs> i think we're now in the era of the monthly releases of decoms. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. So, every like, month they came out with a new one. Yeah, because 13th year came out in May. This one came out in June. So I think they're sort of in that phase now where it's every single month a new one's coming out. Smart House was directed by none other than LeVar Burton. When I read that, I gasped. <laughs> so did I. I <laughs> couldn't believe it. And what's funny is like, I was like, oh, maybe this was sort of his first you know, of many directing jobs. No, he was just like, I'm going to do this on the side for fun. <laughs> just like basically this one movie. I think he's directed maybe two or three movies ever. He's directed a few episodes of television here and there, but like he's not a director, but he so for some unknowable reason directed this movie. And honestly, he did a great job job oh it's incredible he's a good director i don't know why he didn't do it more but yeah that's levar burton of reading rainbow and potentially of jeopardy fame is he gonna be there's a lot of people lobbying for him to be the new host it's kind of weird how no one has suggested me it's true you are a trivia champion and known for your dry wit
0: oh yeah my wit is dry and my (laughs) trivia is champion (laughs)
1: Uh, okay, back to the info. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smart House was written by none other than Stu Krieger, our yeah. friend who wrote like half of the decomps of this era. Oh, the is Sarah. this a
0: Stu shout out? This
1: is a Stu shout out. Stu shout
0: out. I think there's a song that goes along with it, but I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. I think you just basically were
1: like, Stu, 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 stew, Stu, shout out. Stu, <laughs> shout-out, Stu. <laughs> this film... And I am calling it a film because it was uh, mm-hmm. was starring Katie Segal Sagal, um, as Pat. Ryan Merriman ah. as Ben Cooper, uh, Kevin Kilner as Nick Cooper, uh, Katie Volding as Angie Cooper. And we know Katie from Brink um, and Jessica Steen as Sarah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The synopsis of Smart House is as follows. A boy tries to stop his father from dating by programming their computerized house to be a surrogate mother. It's actually a really good
0: synopsis. That's a good synopsis.
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: let me read the Disney Plus one. Okay. When high school science whiz Ben Cooper goes online to win a computerized smart house specifically designed to make things easier, he instead finds life becomes more troublesome than ever.
1: He's in eighth grade. He's in eighth grade. He's not a science whiz. He's just like, I guess, decent with computers. <laughs> that is so unbelievably, like they went out of their way to be wrong. Yeah. And also it, it's acting like the stuff is happening to him in the house. He right. is creating. <laughs> it's like spooky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the hero creates the problem. Damn it. Damn it. <sighs> anyway. Okay. Al. Yeah. What were your, what were your initial reactions? what did you think? First impressions over here, Val, were this
0: was going into our pod. If you listen to our very uh, intro episode, this was my favorite one coming in. Mm hmm. Uh, And it pleasantly surprised me as to how well it really held up and to how deep of a movie it is. Right. It gets deep. It's not just we're hanging out in some house. It's like makes you want to cry. Mm hmm. Um, I'm going to give this one, um, I've been struggling between an eight and an eight and a half, so I think I'm going to settle for an 8.25. <laughs>
1: That's fine, 8.25. I just
0: think it's so well done. I mean, all around, it it is just such a good movie. I was pleasantly surprised for the rewatch.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I had not seen this one in ages so I didn't really remember that much except for you know the really big like standout moments uh, that everyone kind of remembers from this. Mm-hmm. And I was so pleasantly surprised by the fact that it's actually a good movie. yeah like it definitely checks all the sort of standard decom boxes, but it also is really well cast, really well acted, has like deep plot stuff mm-hmm. going on, like emotional depth. like I was really, really impressed.
0: Yeah, it was really, really great. Yeah, I feel like the main takeaway from the movie for me was just how deep it got and how it was really tackling those family problems and how the conversation felt more real. Mm-hmm. Where I'm interested to see in future Ryan Merriman movies if we get that real with Luck of the Irish. And mm-hmm. I think there's one other one he might yeah, be Yeah, I can't in. remember. Um, but I'm just interested to see if that, you know kind of still translates
1: right like is it a ryan merriman thing or is it like that a LeVar burton thing right LeVar burton thing the writing thing uh the dad thing or some combination of all of these things yeah yeah it's uh it will be remain an open question until we see some more definitely think
0: everyone should go give this a watch granted i think you should always give this a a rewatch with us um it was quick it wasn't a hard watch it went by pretty fast
1: totally it's an hour and 20 minutes.
0: Yeah. In and easy. out. Yeah. And um, I thought it was so fun. And there's like a few surprises here and there. And mm-hmm. there's just little things. And, you know, when we get to bingo, it's like the the special effects and things were really kind of cool to watch and see. <laughs> yeah. And I I feel like there's definitely like, I mean, there's some of that technology in there we actually do have now. They were
1: very prescient.
0: Yeah, and it didn't feel like a movie made in the 90s where we tried to make it seem like the future and...
1: Right, it wasn't like Xenon, right? Where right. it was just sort of like the stuff that was modern then. It was like actually thinking ahead. No, it was like really ahead. Some, some items. Yeah, for sure. It was really cool. Val, did you have any quotes that you liked? You know, I didn't write a ton down, but I did... Like, well, I thought this was one of the very insightful things that was said. So at one point, Sarah says about being a teenager, you're not a kid, you're not an adult, you're trying to hang on to childhood, but you're being pulled the other direction. I just thought that was such a insightful, succinct way of describing being a teenager, especially a young teenager. She was such a strong character in this movie, and she is
0: so confident in herself. And I thought that was so apparent and so cool that she, you know, had this weird you know, back and forth with Ben and, and Mm -hmm. the dad's name is Nick. Yeah. Nick. And, but she really didn't waver on who she is. And Mm -mm. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I agree. And she let Ben do his own thing
1: until he got comfortable enough with, with who she is. 100%. And if you don't recognize her right away, but you think she looks familiar, it's because she plays a like medium character in Armageddon.
0: (laughs) I just watched that, like, literally a month ago. So if that had been on our what movies haven't I seen list, I would have marked it because I have
1: seen it. And then that's that's where I recognized her Yeah, she's one of the pilots uh, on the spacecraft. And I kind of had a crush on her. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) She is, like, very my type. It's hard to describe, but she... I think she's very pretty. Um, so, yeah. Preview of bingo. Anyway. Okay, childhood uh, crush box. <laughs> We're going to yeah, be working for more than one reason today. <laughs> Hell yeah. I also thought Ryan Merriman was cute back in the day. It's okay, hard to like. the dad? Are you kidding Oh, my me? God. Daddy. Ugh. Daddy. Yes. Daddy.
0: Ugh, I auditioned for a movie and I didn't get the. The part, hmm. but my one line in the movie would have been "Damn, Zaddy." <laughs> I'm not even like that is so not a You were a playing lie.
1: yourself. I was playing myself. <laughs> we were robbed of damn. We zaddy. were robbed. But here, I'll say it now. <laughs> damn, Zaddy. That was so good. You, I I'm, would have cast. I'm you. Sag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Sag actor. Um, and then my favorite line in the entire movie. <laughs> This party is harder to get into than Robin Schiff's bat mitzvah. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Which was like, I mean, I kind of. So I grew up in a, a place where there were a lot of Jews. And so I I had like 90 bar mitzvahs or something. Maybe it was 90, but it was at least 70 bar mitzvahs in one year. Like oh oftentimes. My
0: God. Yeah. That's how many you
1: go to. I mean, when you're, you're maybe. 13? Yeah. So like there are usually three to four in a weekend. Did like, you have one? It's insane. No, I did not. And honestly, I'm glad I didn't have one. Like, I never regretted not, like, regretted ha- not having one. I don't even know what my theme would have been. Maybe Harry Potter. Uh Camp. Camp. Yeah, actually, it might have been camp. That's a good call. Yeah.
0: Everyone just would get their own kayak to take home. Or sailboat. <laughs> North Shore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: well- uh, yeah. So there's a lot. And it's a lot about like, it's not so much like the joke made me laugh because like, obviously, at a real bat mitzvah, like you would get an invitation, you wouldn't be at the door trying to get in and see if your name was on a right. list. But there's definitely like drama and social dynamics around who gets invited to what. Oh, and then you wear so at least in our era, I don't know what they do now. I s- assume it's something similar. But like, we would always get apparel for every bar and bat mitzvah. So like, oh. like some pun on the theme of the so like I dumped like to take my home, pants off get like a shirt
0: off. to take home yeah
1: and like my friend my best friend Rachel's was still in 1999 and hers was i partied like it was 1999 at Rachel's pub but <laughs> so oh I still my have gosh. that shirt Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, then you would wear the shirt on Monday or you'd wear all the apparel on Monday of the bar and bat mitzvahs you went to that prior weekend. So it was like a thing. Like if you weren't wearing it, then you weren't invited. Right. So oh, my like a, gosh. Yeah. It was a whole the thing. hierarchy of I know. drama, drama, drama. Yeah, I
0: think I remember one year. I think it was fourth grade. I gave out invites for my laser quest birthday <laughs> party. And on the invite, I wrote, don't talk about this at school. <gasps>
1: Because there were people I didn't invite. Yeah, when I was in elementary school, I went to a private school, and um, it was like mandatory that if you invited, I think more than half of the class, you had to invite everybody. Whoa! And there were only like
0: less yeah, than it's like thirty a class of us, of eighteen or something. Right, yeah.
1: right. So, you know, that was sort of. I think wow. at all my parties until you know we moved, it was like everybody was invited interesting yeah but then my first birthday party when we moved to Deerfield was exclusive and actually we played wait we're coming full circle we played the Armageddon soundtrack we played like I don't want to close my eyes like as a slow dance (laughs) in my basement
0: (laughs) oh my god (sighs) I would pay money to just be a fly on the wall at that party
1: oh Yeah, and then uh, the only other lines that I wrote were, well, one of them is kind of from a, like, it's not a spoiler exactly, but I'll wait. And then I did like this line that I don't think really spoils anything. Fair is for baseball umpires, (laughs) which I liked. So those are the ones that are spoiler free that I wrote down. Nice. I actually had a good chunk.
0: In the very beginning, uh, Sarah's partner is giving her like shit for not, like dating anyone and he's like, You're so blind to it. And she goes, Not blind, just busy. And I was like, Yes, girl. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Right out of the game. I not blind to people and in, being interested in me. I'm just way too busy for today right now. <laughs> yep. Um another favorite line was, What about your hair? I'll look like a freak. What else is new? <laughs> when when, yeah, when he's trying to do pigtails. Her hair. So cute. Um I didn't understand her joke, Sarah's joke
1: about the Rat Butler. Oh, Rat Butler is the character in Gone with the Wind. He's Great. like the lead guy, played by Clark Gable. Do you okay. know? Who this Clark makes Gable a is? lot of
0: sense of why I did not get the reference. Yeah. Okay.
1: So yeah, it was a it was a Gone with the Wind. The lead is hot reference, which definitely considering that Gone with the Wind came out in 1939
0: (laughs) Ooh, generational (laughs) joke (laughs) it was
1: it was like a retro joke even for her to make right because like she wouldn't have been born uh in 1939 so yeah so that's what that was cool
0: um my i have a few more um uh nick goes i don't know what's wrong with him today and then they go hormones (laughs)
1: which i feel like she that same actress had the same line in brink like didn't she call him like a bag of hormones or something
0: (laughs) so that's uh she peaked she peaked as hormones girl
1: she peaked as like tiny adult that's like her brand
0: um and then my last one is hey pat how about activating some kick butt video screens (laughs) Yes, that was so Kick, funny. But video screens. I really like that. Um, and I didn't have any quotes for after
1: like big spoilers, so okay. those cool. were those were my faves so far. Nice. Okay, Al, should we throw up a projection of a nice road with a convertible with the wind blowing in our faces and take our tops off? take take off our cardigans and throw them on a plant.
0: our tops are off and we're going to spoiler city Spoiler house spoiler house. house spoiler house um all right welcome to spoiler city go watch the movie it's good but we will tell you everything that happens right now if you're in your car driving and don't have time to watch it before you put Put, put the play button on. Um, so uh, here we go. Spoiler city. Our tops are off. Lights up on a non-smart house. Uh, ben is making lunch, dinner, all of the things for his family. We've got Ben, Angie, and Dad, Nick. Um, there is no mom. I think she has passed away. Ben has been submitting his family for this contest where they will win a smart house. Now think of this smart house basically being like an Amazon Alexa on steroids and he ends up winning the contest. His family then moves into the smart house and the woman who created the smart house actually, you know, is this beautiful single woman. So there starts to have this relationship of the single dad, Nick and the single smart house creator. What's her name again, Val, Sarah, Sarah. And they kind of start to develop a relationship, um, while getting used to this really cool technology, super smart house. It will make meals for them. It will tell them the temperature outside. It'll do your homework. It'll for do you. your homework for you. So there's all these really cool things that this house can do. Um, the coolest part I think for me and Val will probably, talk about it a bit is that on the wall it can project like an entire video so you can it will play what it thinks you want to see it will play what you ask
1: to see really cool stuff about this house it also learns Yes. it also learns that's very important.
0: Yeah, very important. So as you are talking out loud, so basically this is where like tracking started. Everything that you would say in conversation with someone else on the phone, um out loud to yourself, there's like little things that the house would pick up on and continue to learn like as a robot. Like as you are learning more things you get smarter kind of just like humans as we as we grow and learn we get smarter. Uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Except it's a so, computer so it has some limitations. Yeah, just a on little how it learns. So
0: Ben um ends up um uh So Ben ends up being a little bit jealous of the relationship between Nick and Sarah, which becomes a big proponent of this storyline of Ben doesn't want a new mom. He wants to stay the three of them with no new mom because he thinks that his dad is trying to replace mom. When that's not the truth. Um, Further along, we get down the line and, you know, they have this really heart to heart conversation of, You weren't the only person to lose someone. I also lost someone when your mom passed away. But throughout this whole thing, Pat is our smart house robot. She's picking up on all of this information. And then in order for Ben to stop Nick from dating Sarah, he programs Pat to be more like a mom. So he sneaks into the room and he started showing her 1950s like sitcoms to be the perfect stay-at-home mom. the And I'm quoting here because there is no such thing as like a perfect mom. So she's picking up all on all of these like super misogynistic ideals and things from the 1950s. So she's learning all those things that then translates into their everyday. And it switches from just saying the weather, from making smoothies to make sure you brush your teeth for two minutes. And if
1: you don't, you're going to be locked in the bathroom or, well, there's two phases of this, right? So first he programs her to be like the fifties mom. And then she's kind of indulgent. Yeah. And that's when she plans the party. Then the dad gets mad at her. And that's when she starts making all the hard, fast rules. Oh, okay. So there's like phase one where Ben programs her with all the fifties shows. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, I made you cupcakes. And the dad was like, what happened to the balanced diet? And she's like, I can have some treats sometimes, you know, and then she literally plans the party because she overhears the dad saying, like, I wish Ben had more fun. And then she plans the whole party without telling the dad. Yeah. (laughs) Or telling anyone. He
0: apparently Ben had an email contact list, which is crazy for 1999. I did. I
1: did. In 99? Yeah. I feel like our computer was the stone
0: age in 99.
1: I had good old AOL with my AOL contacts
0: list. Okay. So she emailed the everyone on Ben's contact list to have a party, including the high school bully who makes Ryan do his homework, who... Uh, makes kids get into lockers. I punched him in the face. So Pat knows who the high school bully is. Everyone comes over for this really cool night out in the smart house. She's playing, you know, music videos on the wall. We get the slam dunk, the funk. Yep. A lot of coordinated dances. A lot of coordinated dances, (laughs) a lot of fun. And then our love interest, which is Gwen, Mm -hmm. Gwen. Gwen comes and she's having a good time. She's she's stripping for spoiler city and then (laughs) she throws her cardigan onto a plant and then spoiler alert because we're in spoiler city ends up leaving it there. And then Mm -hmm. when everyone leaves, because dad's going to be home at 1030, which he is prompt. He is home at 1030. (laughs) They had six minutes to clean up and Pat cleaned up for them. But the only thing that was left was the cardigan. So they thought they got away with it, but it was Gwen's fault. They got grounded. And then Pat ended up saying, I'm so sorry. This is actually my fault. I thought you said you wanted him to have fun. And then this is where we have the father son talk, uh, because Sarah and Nick had gone on a date and they are actually starting to officially date. They're starting to kiss one another in the kitchen and make flirty jokes with one another. And
1: Ben hates it. (laughs) The reason Sarah is over when this happens is because that's when, so when the dad comes home after the party, he's like, you better knuckle down, Pat, this is not okay. You need to be the disciplinarian or whatever. So that's when she starts like, zapping the door and like pull your pants up yeah and she like freaks them out like she like scares them and so sarah comes over and literally turns her off and is like she's getting a lot of conflicting information so it's kind of overloading her circuits so we should probably just give her a break turn her off
0: mm-hmm. so
1: she turns her off and then r- they make dinner because pat's not on to yes. to cook dinner and yes. they're like flirting over dinner and they're kissing oh and, and then there was this line this uh, they
0: had a I didn't write it down, but they had a funny line of um oh that was delicious. Yeah, the
1: tomato was pretty good too. <laughs> they I love that. that. <laughs> I think they make a great pair, honestly. They were really cute together. I They liked were really their, cute. Yeah, they had a good chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. So then Ryan's an asshole at dinner and <laughs> screams <laughs> screams at Sarah. Um, and the dad like follows him upstairs, and this is where they have this like really beautiful scene together
0: the one where they're like I I think I might have mentioned it earlier of they have this really beautiful talk of you're not the only one who lost someone when mom went away and it was pretty eye-opening for Ben I think too
1: and it was the moment where he was like oh yeah I am being an asshole Mm -hmm. you could see it all over his face like there was some good acting in the scene from both of them
0: Yeah, this definitely prepared Ryan Merriman for Pretty Little Liars, okay? (laughs) I forgot he was in that. (laughs) Okay, so they have this really, really beautiful Mm -hmm. heart-to-heart. And then that's when Pat, like, overrides the shut-off. Right. Right. And she's like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm a... I'm a bad bitch and (laughs) I and I'm actually going to become a hologram and she Tupac's herself (laughs) and becomes a hologram in the control room Mm -hmm. which is wait I want to go back really quick to make a small detail of when she kicked the bully out of the party she kicked the bully out before uh like right after the cardigan thing happened Mm -hmm. um because she was like i've been waiting for ryan to come around and she like literally like picked him up with her long arm of the law (laughs) but before this she scared the crap out of everyone because she sent in this gold skull hologram that just flew all around the room and you can just The idea of all of these kids being like, all right, three, when I say action, you're just going to act scared. And then all these kids (laughs) in the background are just like, ah, and there's literally (laughs) no Like if you, when you watch that scene, it's just so funny to see in the background, like all these kids just like huddling together of like, what's happening? Um, But she can like make these really cool holograms and she holograms herself and she looks like a mom from... The 1950s. Mm -hmm. And then um, Ben is talking to himself, I want to say, Val, in his room. Oh, and then he's talking to Pat. And then you can hear her voice change of it sounds like it's in the house. And then it sounds like she's in the room. And he turns around and she's there and it's horrifying.
1: And that's when it becomes a horror movie. And this (laughs) is when it becomes a horror
0: movie. Because then she's trying to be this ultimate... Ultimate matriarch of the family mm-hmm. in a horrifying way and then legitimately traps them.
1: She throws Sarah out of the house.
0: Oh yeah. She threw her out of the house and then trapped them in the house and said, mm-hmm. I'm mom. Right. Like I am your mom now. Right. And um, okay, and then Val, you have to take it away because I'm gonna <laughs> forget. No, it's everything.
1: fine. So then Ben comes up with a plan like which so he's sitting in the bathtub on a laptop yes, as if Yes and then
0: I thought that was so smart house because um She doesn't. She doesn't watch him in the bathroom because. Oh oh, yes, that's why. Yes, that's why he's in the bathroom, and I thought that was the smartest thing because I was so confused. It's like, how is he going to figure out this plan if he's on a computer? And he went to the bathtub because, in the very beginning, she says he goes, "Well, what about when I shower?" And she goes, "No, no, no, there are privacy settings. She does not look at you when you're in the bathroom." What a
1: good catch! And I thought that was awesome that he gets to be in the computer in the bathroom. That was so smart. Well, so he he like IM's uh, Sarah, and he's like, I've got a plan. This is when they become
0: friends. Yeah, they become
1: friends. Yeah, and then um sarah does some like ninja shit <laughs> like jumps jumps through the well, newspaper this is, hole yes this is where the long arm of the law comes where it like right z- it comes against the paper every day and, and so, so the like hole opens she dives in through this hole <laughs> and saves everybody <laughs> <laughs> but not before uh uh Pat turns into a giant uh monster, yeah. basically. Well which and then, haunts my nightmares. Yeah,
0: and so uh Ben was like faking sick.
1: Right to distract to distract
0: her. Pat from knowing that Sarah was coming in the house. Right. And then they have like this fight mm-hmm. um where Pat is like, I wanna be your mother, I wanna be your mother, and Ben is literally like, you are a robot (laughs) right (laughs) like he's like whatever like you need or whatever we need like you are unable to provide for us but we're like grateful for the things you can Mm
1: -hmm. and then
0: she like realizes she like goes to touch him Mm -hmm. and it like goes through like she's obviously a a tupac hologram so (laughs) There's no connection there. And that was the moment where she realized, like, I can't be a mom if I don't actually exist. Right. Um, And then it kind of just cuts straight to the end of, like, they stay in the smart house. They reprogram her back to, like, zero. And then Mm -hmm. Sarah stays, and they're a little happy family.
1: That's right. Yeah. It's actually really nice, like, in that moment. Like, the thing that really, like, stops her in her tracks at the end, he's like... Didn't you see what my dad and Sarah just did? They put themselves in front of us. They protected us. You can't do that. Yeah, that was deep. The thing that I remember from this movie each and every time is giant Pat singing lullabies is the most terrifying interesting thing. like it just it like literally haunted me like I, I, going into rewatching this movie that is literally the only thing i remembered from the entire movie wow
0: i remembered a lot of this movie as i was re-watching it i remembered yeah. the oranges freaking out because the smoothie maker was broken oh yeah my favorite movie scene of all time bewitched on the wall And jumping on the bed. (laughs) It's so cute. I thought it was very endearing about how much Ben cared about his family, where they mentioned multiple times that he wasn't trying out for the basketball team, even though he loved basketball. This dude had a shirt with just a basketball on it. It was literally (laughs) just like if you held up a basketball next to this shirt, it would look like he was holding two basketballs. Um, and it was a
1: cut-off sweatshirt. It, like, I want it, that shirt. I know. That would be in style <laughs> Val right Val my now. birthday's on Tuesday. <laughs>
0: um, I'm going to make that shirt for you. Thank <laughs> you. But it was just so endearing how much he cared about his family and how much he really thought that he needed to be, you know, th- the second dad because dad wasn't mm-hmm. around. But dad was around. I don't know. I thought it was yeah. very endearing.
1: Yeah, it was very sweet. Yeah. All of them were just great. I thought the dad was like, the least cliche of any parent that we've yeah. seen so far. Like, he was just very real, very down-to-earth. And we also, like, got to know him better, like, from mm-hmm. his perspective. Like, when we were on the date with them and stuff like that, like, we got to know him and not right. just... That was nice like, that they showed the date, too. Yeah, and, like, the Zoom call between them, where the, it felt so much like two people who were starting to really like each other. You know, they are sort of, like... Just talking, confiding in each yeah. other, like, oh, they were a so really cute couple. Yeah, they were.
0: I d- I feel like this is definitely one of the first times where I was kind of cheering for the parent over cheering for the kid.
1: Yeah, for sure. And on Father's Day, on fa- on Father's <laughs> Day, we're recording this on Father's Day, for you, folks. For you, Nick. <laughs> for you, Nick. You're everyone's dad. You're ever- you're America's dad. I noticed a couple funny things. I, I kind of liked the bully, Ryan. Yeah. He was so cliche, it, like, hurt. It was so... I, I thought my favorite part about him
0: existing was when he just walked up to Ben and his friends and the kid was just like, yeah, I'll get in.
1: And yeah. he just, like, let himself into the locker. Like, that was so funny. It was funny because he talked back to him first. And then the Ryan turns and just goes something like, or, like, some kind of weird <laughs> noise, like, ed, in his direction. And he's like, I'll see myself out. <laughs> just puts himself in a locker. But he's, like, so cliche. And then they did... Like the same thing that they, you know how they played the tuba every time Jess was around in, yeah. in 13th year. So they, every single time Ryan was around, they played electric guitar. Yes, they did. Yeah. He had a funny line during the party um, where he's like, this is pretty amusing. Petroni, you dancing with Benny boy. Since when do you do charity work?
0: <laughs> That's funny. I also love the name Gwen Petroni. I know it's such a like perfect Gwen Petroni. Yeah. <laughs> Like her dad owns a pizza parlor. Yeah. Want to come to Petroni's on Friday night? (laughs) Oh, you can eat fish (laughs) sticks. No, fish fry. Come on. Oh, sorry. Fish fry. (laughs) Val, should we head on over to our bingo? Heck yeah. Let's do it. Welcome to Smart House Bingo. You know how to play. Uh, We're going to start in top left corner as we always do. And we've got a one hit wonder song house
1: house the house is jumping
0: and (laughs) say you will say you won't say you'll you'll do
1: that song yeah
0: i keep saying won't and i think it's don't and i did that yesterday too and that made me sad (laughs) but i love that song i had that album that's great so we got two in there although this is what i wanted to mention too val i swore the dance that they danced to With the kick butt video screens was Mm. Jump, Jump, The House is Jumping. Oh, no. And it's it's the five song. Yeah. It's the one where they're dancing in pairs. Right. And so I was very caught off guard that it was (laughs) Slam, Dunk, The Funk.
1: Right. Slam, Dunk, The Funk, The Funk. Is that also a one hit wonder?
0: I would say that even Jump, Jump, The House is Jumping is probably more prominent than Slam, Dunk,
1: The Funk. Yeah, probably. Yeah. probably all right so we we firmly got that one yeah if from anything
0: it's from say Lavi.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm uh okay breaking of the fourth wall or looking into the camera i don't think so i don't, I don't remember so. yeah okay
0: i don't remember I, I i feel like i keep an eye out for it now yeah even that's though i missed it. the 13th year <laughs> <laughs> that's okay okay holiday themed unless no? you count technology
1: is a holiday <laughs> well if jeff bezos has his way a uh, clunky metaphor okay uh so here's my wacket metaphor today um trying to control everything never works out yeah i think that's a great metaphor Because Ben spends the entire movie trying to be in complete control of everything so that he can keep his family exactly the way he wants it and ends up creating a monster and the monster is then trying to control everything and the monster also creates an even worse monster.
0: Yeah, I think it was and it's very um, this is like a weird clunky metaphor, but just like communicating with your family. Oh, yeah. Like, the more that you keep things hidden down and like, yeah, like controlling. It's just like, no, if you would just talk to your dad that you feel like crap because you think that he's trying to replace your mom, you would have avoided all of this.
1: Right. Um. I also think there's probably a secondary thing here of like asking too much of technology or like being For overly sure. reliant on technology. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely.
0: Uh, Robots have their own minds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: So that was definitely one. Yeah. So that's what I got. Parents who just don't get it. So I actually think I don't think this applies. Okay. Here's why. Obviously, there is a disconnect and dad does not understand why Ben is upset. So I could I totally understand if you want to argue the opposite of this. But this is the first time where a dad or any parent at all is like. like he is aware something is wrong yeah right he like confronts the issue he's trying he is like paying attention in a way that I don't think any of the other parents in any of these movies have really done but I also understand the opposite argument so
0: there was one thing that was said that like I didn't mark the box and then there was something that was said that I marked it
1: Was it dad doesn't get it or something? Yeah, it was.
0: I think it was just like a fight of maybe it was the fight when he like yelled at when Ben yelled at Sarah at the table and he was just like, I just don't get what's going on with him or something.
1: Oh, yeah, he did say that. Okay, that's fair. You're right. I don't need to be right. No, I mean, I, I, I see it both ways. The only reason why I was less inclined was only just because he is kind of exceptional from the other parents. Yeah, he definitely is one of the best. Yeah. Decom and I like, didn't want to like lump him in with these other parents yeah. who were just like, what the heck's going on? Or like, they don't even know. He is comparable
0: to Brink Dad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> incomparable.
0: Uncomparable. Discomparable. <laughs> Do not compare this man to Brink Dad, okay?
1: Okay. Uh, cool non parent adult.
0: I had it marked and then deleted it because I wasn't sure.
1: I mean, I definitely think Sarah qualifies. See, I had it
0: marked not because of Sarah, but because of Pat. Oh, interesting. I don't think
1: Pat is cool at all. I think she was cool for a bit. Yeah, I guess like the way she handles the bully is kind of yeah. cool. I definitely thought of Sarah because, like, they even say at one point, like, isn't Sarah so cool? Like, she's yeah. so good at, like and, – and then at the end, they say it again, and Ben is like, yeah, she's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, no, he sort I'll of agrees. I'll take it. I marked it. And, I mean, she gets to do, like, a he- superhero dive into a hole. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's really, really cool. badass. She's a superhero. For yeah, sure. she's awesome. Yeah.
0: Uh, someone too famous for a TV movie.
1: Uh, LeVar Burton. That's exactly <laughs> – <laughs> and
0: katie seagal
1: yeah 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 because she had already done married with children right at this point point. and then i think
0: she went on in 2000 was it eight simple rules for dating my teenage daughter y-
1: yes which was essentially married with children right. <laughs> it was like the same movie or the same show yeah i think it was even maybe on the same set i mean it looked exactly the same <laughs> okay competition to resolve the central problem Nope. no uh,
0: montage
1: sequence, not that I really noticed. No,
0: I didn't see one. I was hoping for one of like, look at all these cool things the smart house does, but we never got yeah. one. Yeah,
1: nope, no. Uh, Cliche villains.
0: I marked it. Yeah, robots. Yeah. Robots are cliche
1: villains. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, clothes or items that you owned. I didn't see anything explicit. That I owned. No. No clothes or items this week, which is weird because they weren't a home. I know. And they were at school. Yeah. And there was a lot of fashion, like a lot of kids and a lot of different yeah. outfits, but I just didn't see anything. Nothing stuck out to me. Uh, okay. Rotten Tomatoes, 40 to 60. Okay. I'm actually going to guess that this is over 60. So I'm going to say maybe 65. Wow.
0: You're very wrong.
1: Oh, it was... 53 though so we get the box oh great yeah okay i wasn't that wrong no i thought it was gonna be like three or something <laughs> yeah. no because it's it's pretty great i think mm-hmm. it's one of like it's sort of a universally highly regarded mm-hmm. decom yeah
0: i, I um uh, i think 53 i think it should have been i agree i mean i'm with you i think it should have been a little bit higher but yeah. i think it, as long as it was over 50 yes we'll take it happily ever after
1: oh yeah another freeze frame on a Creepy smile. Yep. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Very. Very. Happily ever after.
1: (laughs) Uh. Almost kissing. Well, there was a lot of actual kissing. There was
0: a lot of actual kissing. I marked it.
1: I don't know. I take
0: a kissing as an almost kiss.
1: Yeah. And also, he had, like, I mean, he did get kissed ultimately by Gwen, but there were also a lot of moments in their little flirtation. Like, in fact, there was a whole line. Uh, like, so after Ryan says that whole thing, like you know, the, the, what are you doing charity work or whatever to her? She then says for your information, Ryan, I happen to like Ben and Ben's like, you do. And she's like a lot. And it was like so (laughs)
0: earnest. So like I would count that even. Yeah. That's an almost kiss. Someone who became famous. No Kristen Stewart waiting in the water fountain line.
1: No, no Kristen Stewart this time. Uh, okay. Betraying of one's real friends or values. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I didn't mark it. Your
0: childhood crush. Yes. Three. (laughs) Yeah, zaddy.
1: Nick, Ben, Sarah. She's just so pretty. Like, every time she would sort of do that, like, kind of nervous smile, like, Mm -hmm. where she was, like, flirting, I was just like. Oh, yeah, when they, like, zoomed. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anywho. Uh, Obviously, bad special effects or stunts. Obviously. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I I was impressed at like the ideas that they had. Like they definitely imagined Zoom before it existed. They imagined Siri and Alexa before they existed. Um, Yeah, a lot of technology, like smart technology that now is like actually pretty commonplace. Yeah, they uh,
0: my favorite one was when they were in the Cape when they had the Cape Cod dinner. Oh yeah And, the, and the wind And the wind But you could You could clearly see Like around Sarah's head Just like a green outline Like yeah, you could just I like know. See a, a halo
1: effect And I thought that was really funny Um <gasps> oh, oh Eric Von Denton Kirsten Storms Kimberly J. Brown Eddie Lord's brother Or Ryan <gasps> Ryan <Eman! laughs> Oh we got it We got it Mel. We got it We got it Oh, Ooh. we've almost had everyone on this list. Almost. Wow. I'm interested to see at one
0: point when we're going to have to change that.
1: that yeah, we're once. definitely going to have to change we're it. Change
0: but it. not yet. But maybe once we hit that point, we rearrange the whole board.
1: Yeah, I think that would be a good time. That'd be
0: fun. Um. All
1: right. Next one is a musical number. I mean, they did have a choreographed dance. They did. for For like a split second. I don't know. I could go either way on this one. What do you think?
0: I, I mean, I like more boxes than not, but it's also not like, you know, it wasn't like protozoa. Yeah. You know, saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah, let's say no. Um, okay. Uh magic, I guess. But it's sort of again, it's like science is the real magic. Oh yeah. All right. Uh someone says the title of the movie. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh Scooby Dude. Yes. That's the whole bathtub thing. Yeah. Ben comes up with a plan.
0: Um, the heroes create the problem oh yeah oh yeah because he's the reason that they're in the house in the first place
1: and he programmed her to and yeah her. that's very true uh lead is a fish out of water no no i don't think so which makes me really
0: sad val because we could have gotten two bingos if we had that fish out of water if we had a montage but we have no bingo this
1: week well we got three times the bingo last week. yeah we so. had to end the streak somewhere
0: Oh, yeah. We also, um, if we had had Breaking the Fourth Wall or looking into the camera, we would have gotten it too. But that's okay. Oh, wow. You can't win them all. Nope. And you know what? We're going to do it
1: again next week. And we're going to see. <laughs> <laughs> next episode, we are watching Johnny Tsunami. <gasps> I was
0: hoping so because it's on my things you should watch.
1: And I was hoping it was going to oh, yeah. up soon because it's like yeah, you yeah, watched yeah. Brink, you watched Smart House. Johnny is another one that I watched earlier in the pandemic. Oh, nice.
0: All right, we're going to end with a quick game. This week is, uh, beep boop beep pop robot friends. Uh, I'm just going to give you a clue and you have to say the name of the robot. Okay. If you don't, oops. Then I won't know it. Um, I think you'll, I think there's only one I didn't know. Okay. All right. It is a Disney Pixar movie compactor robot named- Wally e And companion- Eva. Eva. <laughs> um, we have our robot that turns into a giant truck in Transformers. Is
1: uh, is that Optimus Prime? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you know his insect friend,
1: Bumblebee? Yeah. Yeah. The only good Transformer movie is. Bumble uh, beep. we have our Star Wars beep boop. Uh, R two D and smaller C three PO. Oh, smaller beep boop is um. Oh, no. Uh, uh, Wait, wait, wait. BB8. Yeah. (laughs) There are Star Wars Beep
0: Boop and our smaller Beep Boop. And then last but not least, we have. Okay, this is the one that I didn't know. So I'm interested to see if you know it. Okay. The Jetsons robot maid.
1: Oh, man. I'll
0: give you a clue if you need it, but I want to give you a second to see if you can get it. Wait.
1: I, mean, I want to say it's like, you know, Helen or something, but I, I know it's not. I hope someone is listening to
0: this like screaming, <laughs> just screaming in their car, screaming on the lakefront, screaming wherever they're listening to this. The Jetsons robot maid's name is Rosie.
1: Rosie. See, I knew it was something like that. Yeah. Like Helen. Helen, Rosie. Yeah, they're like old timey names. They're all like my great aunt's names. Right. Like Phyllis. <laughs> Rosie, that's Rosie. right.
0: Well, Val, thanks for a great pod. Yeah, this is fun. This is awesome. I'm glad we got to talk about one of my favorites this week.
1: Uh, yeah, you're, you're. This is your top. Your top. This guy. is my top
0: one coming into it. I, I think it's tie. It's not tied because it's an eight point two five. I think under wraps might still be in the lead. What did I give an 8.5? Maybe I gave a break in 8.5, but I think I can't
1: remember, I remember. Actually, we should probably keep track of stuff. I should. I should. <laughs> I
0: should. You should not. I should keep track of myself.
1: But yeah, I mean, under wraps was exceptional. honestly, it was so good.
0: All right. Well, friends, if you're enjoying listening, feel free to send us a subscribe. Send us to your friends. Yeah. Tell a friend. It's my birthday, so you have to. Sorry. I don't
1: make the rules it's true she doesn't no. it is a rule and f- in all seriousness if you are enjoying listening to this podcast please give us a review please tell your friends it is much appreciated by us on every day including our birthday yeah
0: um uh, follow us on instagram
1: yeah we do silly things all right bye val bye Elle. this podcast was produced by me and me and it was edited by me The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com slash decommentaries hyphen pod and on Instagram at decommentaries. Decommentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com.
0: Disney Channel Original Movies.
1: Damn it, Allie.